my pride. Racism, sexism, teacher to class. From school to work, remain the same. Are you white and middle class? Which you fair 
country they can get away with it They'll fill you full of orders and promise you rewards Like busting up your family by sending you abroad A holiday in Germany or Iceland or Hong Kong Making money being useless when it seems it can't go wrong Let's off the Northern Ireland When your breath is what they preach You shoot to keep yourself alive And you'll kill to keep the peace And then it won't be so much fun As you hear the wind crying Shut up! 
Well, you're listening to the punk rock demonstration. That was the Subhumans with Cradle to the Grave. I'm Jack, and we've got Dick here from the Subhumans, and we'll talk about that song a little bit. So, what do you do in the band Subhumans? I'm um, I'm a singer, and I write the lyrics, and I basically do a lot of shit work, organizing tours and that sort of thing. And we we're just talking about that song Cradle to the Grave over email, being like 16 some minutes long. Yeah. So. We played the whole song, and uh, I'm sure everyone knows exactly what that song means now, but what does it mean to you? Basically, I just started writing this song, They Took You From Your Mother's Will. I thought, right, we just go from life to death. And the, the title was there, Crowds of the Grave. Like, I, I wasn't really thinking too hard about it. It just carried on and on and on. It became the longest song I've ever written. And it's a, a sequence of things that could easily happen to an average person growing up in England or almost anywhere um, throughout their life um, unless they react against the bullshit from the start as the line is towards the end of the song it's like that's the that's the important phrase in the song like this doesn't have to happen to you all this like indoctrination at school all learning the moralistic social rules and getting the job that you never voluntarily want to do like for instance joining the army um, all these things don't have to happen to anybody who like thinks outside of the box, so to speak, um, beyond the barriers that are set up by society in general. So it is, in essence, quite negative at first reading until you get that last line. Unless you can avoid the shit, you know, the system will rule your mind, your mind will rule your heart. And it's like that unless, that's the key point. 
you have to think for yourself is the bottom bottom line message of that song and uh, you only live once so make the most of it so do you think anyone else has written a song longer than that yeah somebody bound to have probably before punk rock came along so enough with that uh, really long song now that the interview is over because it was so long but i'm kidding so let's start off so where are you from between us we're from generally the southwest area of england based around the city of bath down there uh it's like a countryside existence more than a city city side existence uh we started back in the uh, early 80s uh we were going to 86 reformed in 98 did a bunch of records um and we've kept going since 98. So what was the reason why you reformed the band just because a lot of people were still buying the records and had obviously never seen us play live because we thought we're all still alive and still in contact and still playing in various things. Why don't we give it a go? So we gave it a go and it just sounded fantastic. It was like basically what you do when you're like, when you're a teenager, the stuff you do first in terms of like singing songs, writing songs, playing together, it really sticks in your head like automatic response. There was hardly any revision needed to get done. It was like, right, how does it go? Well, we sort of know how it goes, let's just play. And these songs just more or less poured out of us again. So it just felt great. So we did like a reunion tour of the UK and one of the US and one in Europe and thought, well, why, why are we going to stop? We're not going to stop. Let's just carry on. Uh, why not? Decided to use the same name, Subhumans. You know, where did the band name Subhumans come from? Change the name of the band. Some bands, like they reform and they decide, let's change our name. You guys decide, yep, works for some bands, doesn't work for some, you know. If you're playing the same songs as you were playing in the first place, you might as well keep the same name. Unless you run into like some issues with other members having like rights to the songs and like Black Flag, for example, yeah. you know, that kind of a situation. We're not going to get in that situation. Uh, we're not really precious about who wrote what, and we don't do that different amount of publishing money to the singer than the rest of the band, which is a thing that some bands do, but we don't. There's none of that. Everything we make gets split four ways. So the band Subhumans, how did you come up with that name? Oddly enough, it was a, a strangely logical reason that Bruce was in a band previous to uh, Subhumans called The Stupid Humans. And uh, when The Stupid Humans split, he wanted to carry on playing with Andy, the old Stupid Humans drummer, and his mate Grant, who was our previous Subhumans bassist. And um, so he wanted to keep the name, he wanted to keep the humans in the name of the band, but they were missing a singer. So they were kind of like Subhuman because they were missing one human out of the band. Then I joined, and that pluralized it, became subhumans. It's a completely silly way to think of a get a band name together. His mum thought we should be called superhumans, but I thought that's a bit sort of big-headed, you know, we're superhumans. No, not really. And it just, it just stuck. It's, so, it sounded punk rock, basically. So were you around before or after that Canadian punk band, or yeah. that Canadian band subhumans? We were told fairly soon after that that uh, there was a Canadian band called Subhumans who were going before we were, but had split up now because they were sent to jail and stuff. Um, so we thought, A, they've split up so it doesn't matter. B, in the years before all this internet and broadband and technology, Canada was like another planet away from where we were. We never dreamt we'd even come over to Canada or America or anywhere playing gigs. You don't think in these terms when you're like 20 or whatever. So we didn't think it mattered. And it hasn't mattered since, really. People know there's two subhumans. If they don't, they'll soon work it out. So what do you guys normally sing about? I've noticed uh, you've got a lot of like 
talk about human stuff and you've got religion. To generalize, it's a mixture of uh, the political and the, um, the, the, the social, I guess. The way humans get on with each other, which is the basis of politics anyway. Um, basically, most songs, I've got something to say or something to criticize or analyze about the way people interact and cause so much stuff that's going wrong in, on the planet. Other songs like Drugs of Youth or Peroxide or Killing or stuff like that, they haven't really got much deep meaning. They were just songs that they just fell out and uh, worth singing. You know, not every song had to be political when we were starting off. Uh, it's got to the point now where I don't really write what you might call semi-meaningless songs anymore. At least I hope I don't. Um, but that's because I'm more practiced at writing songs. And like, as you get older, there's actually more to say. And there's things to say that are more constructed around what is really happening rather than the paranoid outlook of a young punk rocker, which I was very much has. Let's take a listen to one of your songs. Let's take a listen to the song called Religious Wars. So what kind of religious wars are we talking about in that song? All sorts, any sort of religious wars. This is before the age of terrorism and jihad and so on and ISIS and all this terrorism stuff. It's just like way back just thinking that a lot of wars are based around religion. I mean, next door to us was the situation going on in Northern Ireland. Um, it wasn't just a political situation. It was very much based on the split between Protestants and Catholics, both worshiping the same theoretical God and yet really hating each other on that basis. It was so just illogical and stupid and it made no sense. Um, but wars based around religion have gone right back throughout European history and it's just when as an atheist I think there's no reason for any of this to happen at all because if there's no God then why is everybody fighting and if they've got one God fighting against another God and all these gods are purporting to believe in love and peace and look after your neighbour and thou shalt not kill then where's the justification so the basic Bottom line is, with politicians or leaders who use religion as an excuse to go to war against somebody else, they're using that because religion is the one thing you cannot disprove or prove completely because it doesn't or does exist in terms of faith and belief, not in terms of facts. So they can use that because religion is a good controller of people's emotional states and their mindsets. So if politicians use that mindset as an excuse to go to war because God told me to do this, that sort of thing, all the way up to George Bush was saying that, then that's a, a kind of good way to get people to go to war without questioning too hard about the actual political reality is that they want to take over the, um, the land they're fighting against or the uh, commodities buried underneath that land like oil or coal or whatever or just to gain more power over more people. And because there is no way to like prove that there is a God or there isn't a God, these religious wars are probably going to go on forever. Yeah, in one form or another, right now there's every version of uh, the hardcore Islamists and the jihadists and the ISIS lot who are just fucking insane. I, they're, I think they're using religion as a cover-up to get more people into fighting for what they want. They want like control of everything, just like what all warmongers want. They want control of the land, the oil, the guns, the, the bombs, and they want the power over people. And they will use their religion to do that. It's, uh, it's twisted because the basic tenets of the books that they read, the Quran and the Bible and all the other ones I can't actually name right now, are full of look after each other, be nice, as well as God shall smite down the unfaithful, yada, yada, yada. But they're very selective. 
If you want to use religion in a negative way, you can find all this negative shit. If you want to use it in a positive way, you can find all the positive stuff. It's there to be used, and that's the word, exploited, in order to control people and get people on your side, fighting against the great non-believers scattered throughout the planet. Yeah, that's stuff we can go on forever about that stuff, but let's just take a listen to the song. It's called Religious Wars by the Subhumans. We're out here in punk rock bowling with subhumans, and we'll be back.
Back. That was Human Error by the Subhumans. You're listening to Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack. We're still out here at Punk Rock Bowling with the Subhumans. So is it like as hot as it is where you're at, like in Vegas? What? How do we get from religious walls to uh, the heat? Human Error. Human Error. And then Punk Rock Bowling and how freaking hot it is out here. <laughs> yeah. I can't find the link between the song and the, uh, the temperature. A human Error is about... Uh, the, uh, the risk and cause and effects of being blown up by governments. Uh, written in the 80s where nuclear power and everything that could, could go wrong with it was very high on the agenda of political problems and worry and protest. Uh, the CND campaign for nuclear disarmament was like way up there in terms of that's what people would go out on the streets to protest for them in their fight against uh, nuclear weapons being so prevalent and dominant worldwide. Um, back to the question about the heat in Vegas. Yeah, it's fucking hot. It's not as this hot back at home. Occasionally it will be on a sort of freak heat wave. There's going to be more heat waves as the planet burns up, covered in this cloud of toxic fumes that we're producing daily, just in the name of making profits from stuff we don't need to use anymore. Trying to torch us with this heat. But anyway, so how do you come up with these songs that you write? I don't know. They just like come up or do you see something in the newspaper or something or like how do they come up? The inspiration sort of comes in little shots from things you see and they sort of build up to a, a, a straw camel's back situation where they'll say suddenly it's like right a, a good first line about the subject will come into me head and then like all the other links to that subject will kind of follow on throughout the verses is one way other times rare times the song just flows out and it's like blimey what was that about there it is that doesn't happen too often. Um, 
So yeah, it's a mix of uh, spontaneous intuition and thinking about it a lot and struggling against the blank page to like get to the next line and working through the thoughts. Is that right? Is that wrong? And then does it rhyme and does it scan and yada yada yada. So there's no one process for songwriting. You've got to work at it. Um, but sometimes it feels like you don't have to work at it too hard, which is dead good. It sounds like you've been working at this for a long time and it just comes up a lot because you have a lot of songs. So how many songs do you have actually? Oh, I had them all counted. Um, in the area of 550. Across how many albums? I haven't counted the albums up. Every time I do that, I miss one out. Um, there's quite a lot. There's about eight Citizen Fish albums, about four or five Subhumans once, and uh, three Culture Shocks. So that is nearly 20 albums or something. Does it matter? I don't know. There's a lot of songs. So with all those songs, they all sound very, like the Subhumans have a very unique sound. They don't really sound like any of the other bands that I've heard. So what are some of your favorite bands? Rizillo's, Minor Threat, La Plebe. More people should hear La Plebe. They're a political ska punk band who sing in Spanish and English. They're based in California. They're going now, as opposed to like in the deep distant past from whence I came. Um, there's a lot of bands I like, uh, the Cardiacs. Uh, these bands are like influential because they create music that doesn't sound like anybody else and is very vivacious and dynamic and original. And they've usually got something to say on top. So how did you get into this music in the first place? I was listening to punk rock at the age of 16 when it first started with uh, Sex Pistols and The Damned and The Clash and so on and so on. I was just like really vitalized by the nature of the fact that it seemed like all the music I'd liked beforehand, all the good bits of that were summed up. All the, all the good bits of a, say, I don't know, a King Crimson album or a Led Zepp album, or I didn't even like it that much, but whatever was just all the good bits were like shoved into two and a half minutes and sped up and there was lyrics put on top that meant something like the, one of the first punk songs I heard was Bored Teenagers by the adverts and it was like Bored Teenagers I thought spot on <laughs> yeah and I'm bored I'm a teenager here's a song about it a song about this it's like yeah the connection was just like massive and it just went global very quickly punk rock was like meant so much to so many people because it was directly talking about the people it was singing to and all the songs before that weren't doing that at all. They were, they were just, just fantasies and dreams and mythical stuff and just nonsense compared to the hardcore realism of, say, almost any class song, you know? They went a bit fantastical towards like their third album, whatever. But uh, when it all started off, it was direct, dynamic, short, to the point and it's really energetic music and lyrics that made you agree with it and want to get angry and, and happy, you know. Yeah, it's so simple, but yet again, it makes you think and it just has that pull that yeah. you I mean, want to get more of. Yeah, the thinking comes later. Good music and a good song, it doesn't make you think straight away. It makes you go, yeah, like that. If, if a song does that, the thinking comes later when you're more relaxed and listening to it for the 26th time or starting to read the lyrics for the first time instead of just singing along. Somebody produces the lyrics, oh, that's what that lyric was. I always thought it was this and now it's that. Yeah, the basic enjoyment has got to come first. Otherwise, punk rock wouldn't, wouldn't work at all. So since we're talking about money and all that stuff, let's take a listen to the song called So Much Money by the Subhumans. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration out here at Punk Rock Bowling with the Subhumans. 
Welcome back. That was so much money by the subhumans. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration. We're out here with the subhumans. I'm Jack. So how did you get on punk rock bowling in the first place? They asked us in the first place, and that was uh, a couple of years ago, uh, or three or four years ago. And now they've asked us for the third time. Well, the third one, it was like two subhumans and one citizen fish, which is, for those who don't know, another band that I'm in. Um, yeah, I mean, they like us. They asked us to do it. So we've based... Last time and this time, we'll base a whole tour around coming here to do this. Because coming over, flying in for one gig and flying back home again, it's just like, whoa, forget that. Because we need to get work permits to come over here. We've got to buy plane tickets. It's very expensive. And even if this covered the cost of doing that, it would be like hit opportunity. We're in the country. Do as much as we can while we can, which is another two weeks worth of shows to back it up. So do you carry the equipment with you or do you borrow equipment while you're playing here? No, we, we borrow gear over here and if it goes wrong occasionally we buy some second hand stuff over here to sort of complement the gear that we've borrowed over here um, we've got two sources at the moment Greg our current driver man he's uh, he's one and Robert our also current driver man they both got gear they can easily get their hands on and just sort of keep in stock for other bands not just us to use when they come out on tour it's a great setup uh, I can't uh, say but uh, you know the rest of the band since you're the singer, the rest of the band and the, the instruments. I don't know if it's like drive a different car or something, but when you use someone else's equipment and play the songs, does it feel different or does it make it sound different or does it not make a difference at all? Hey guys, do you want to answer a question about instruments? So what's your name? Hey, yeah, Phil. I think I heard what you were saying actually, but we basically, we always have our own instruments. So we're always playing our own guitars. So, so uh, but, but amplifier-wise and stuff, they generally get us the same stuff that we have at home anyway, so it uh, doesn't feel different really. Boring, 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 boring. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, I think it's pretty cool because I don't play any instruments, so I wouldn't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do know that when I drive a different car, it's definitely a total different yeah. experience. It is horrible <laughs> if you can't play through what you, what you normally use though. So sometimes if you have to make do with different gear, then it's, it's not it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's no fun. It's like wearing someone else's glasses. It just yeah. doesn't work. I know the mic won't make a difference, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so what are some things that we should be expecting from Subhumans in the upcoming months, years? Oh, we don't plan that far ahead, really. We're trying to get as many songs as we can together in the ridiculous situation that we've got Trotsky, our drummer, living in Germany and the rest of us living in the UK. So we don't really get together for our weekly practice. It's more like an annual practice. Uh, at which point we try to get as much basis, foundations for new songs as we can. At the moment, we've got about five that are semi-complete and we've got to work on them while we're not practicing and try and make them as complete as we can get. The next time we meet up for a practice, which could be next year, it might be later on this year, we might have five new songs. But it's a really slow process. I mean, we reformed in 98 and it took until 2007 to get the album Internal Riot together with just like, what, uh, 13, 12 songs, whatever it is. Yeah, it took nine years to get 12 new songs together because of the inconvenience of living in different countries. Uh, we do what we can. So you can expect that, but not soon, you know. So with those hundreds and hundreds of songs that you have, how do you remember how each song goes? Yeah, I better clarify that 550 songs, whatever it is, is ones that I've written, not ones that have been recorded or put to music. Put to music, I haven't counted that much, it, but 
I can't even figure it. How do I remember them? Uh, by repetition and practice and the lyrics become connected to the, when the music changes. Uh, there's musical clues and links. Prompts, that's the word. A song that's hard to remember is one where every verse starts with the same line, perhaps. So, so like, don't write songs like that. If you write a song where the second verse flows on nicely from the first one and a sort of storyline, that can help. But basically it's just, yeah, repetition and uh, getting used to it. Some songs are easier to remember than others. Like riding a bicycle, once you learn it, you'll never forget, but you might forget until you get on a bike and, oh, that's how you ride a bike again. Does that sort of sound like how it works? Kind of. If we didn't do any gigs for five years, you'd have to do some major revision and have a lot of practicing. Same as not riding a bike for five years, I guess. Thanks for the interview. So we're going to take a listen to the song called Evolution by the Subhumans. You've been listening to the interview with Subhumans out here at Punk Rock Bowling. I'm Jack. Thanks for listening. demonstration that you're listening to like it or not so keep your ears tuned this is dick from the subhuman saying so it's how it must be true <laughs> Come on, 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 come on,
So that was the Swing and Utters with Kick It Over, and then we heard Acid Drop before that with Polly Piper. Never Say Never with Controlled by Pills was before Acid Drop. And then Trace Maria's before that with I Wanna Leave, and the Subhumans with Not Me was before Trace Maria's. And before that, we heard the interview with the Subhumans. Hopefully you enjoyed that. We did that in Las Vegas at Punk Rock Bowling, and I'm going to Las Vegas again on Monday, which is today. So uh, if you're listening to the program, I'm already in Vegas, and it's supposed to be hot as hell. It's like 20, 30 degrees hotter than it was at Punk Rock Bowling, so it was pretty hot over there, so it's going to be even hotter. That's going to be lots of fun. Obviously, this is pre-recorded because Punk Rock Bowling was like two weeks ago, and I'm in Vegas today, so obviously I can't put the show live, so there you go. Anyways, you can find playlists on my website, punkrockdemo.com. Again, that's punkrockdemo.com. And I noticed that we didn't talk about Subhuman's website on the interview. So I talk with Dick, and he says his website is citizenfish.com, but it's not up yet. It'll be up in the next couple days. So for now, just go to subhumans.co.uk. So the Subhumans was the first of our interviews from Punk Rock Bowling. Next week, we're going to have an interview with D-Mob, and that's going to be on Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time because our show is every Monday and Tuesday. Mondays are from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Pacific Time, and Tuesdays from 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. Pacific Time. And that's also on punkrockdemo.com. We're going to take a listen to this next song by The Bronco. It's called Sound of Guns, and they sent a little press thing out about how that song is related to that Orlando shooting. So, listen to that, and then uh, we'll be back.
there's a lot of new songs there. That was a song that just came out by Revenge of the Psychotronic Man. The song is called Rose Salave, which is to make a toast to life. Dig It Up before that with Bad Water. Old Fashioned Ideas with 48 Hours was before Dig It Up and Revolt with Over the Edge. And since we're listening to songs that you've never heard of before, we'll continue with that with this next set of music. You can send in songs of your band by going to punkrockdemo.com. And here's another new one by the Hell Freaks. The song is called Burn the Horizon.
chase it If you got a dream, go and chase it If you got a dream, go and chase it If you got a dream, go and chase it
party when I graduate MIT. We're gonna go bowling naked. Cause I'm a sex nerd. Making a sex robot in my science class. It's got a Tesla coil and it runs on lithium batteries. It's really cool. Includes all the new songs of the evening. That song was by the Barbarella Tones called Sex Nerds. After the Burn before that with a good song called Digital Rust. Gallery 81 with Freight Trains before that. 3D In Your Face with Static Renegade was before Gallery 81. And Molly's Daggers with Shaken Like the Leaves on Trees. And now we're going to take a listen to songs that are usually in rotation, except for this one I haven't played in a while. Terrazodu. The manager from Terrazodu from a very long time ago, maybe over a decade ago, has recently passed away on her birthday three hours before. So that means that she passed away three hours before her birthday. And it's been a uh, sad week because I talked to her at the end of March and her phone number's right there. And it's like, call me, blah, blah, blah. I never ended up calling her and that's what happens. 
So, we're going to play some Terrazodu. This song's called Blue Velvet.
My Isabella. 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 My Isabella.
others say Cause I don't feel like coming down today Yeah.
There's the English dogs with brain disease, and then the dirty filthy mugs with blocked up and smashed, pipes and pints before that with where's my America, copyright chaos with we will never rest was before pipes and pints, and Fox's Foss with Isabella before that. And it is freaking hot as hell. And I'm recording this on Sunday evening, and it's not even that hot compared to what's going to happen on Monday. It's going to be 10 degrees hotter. It's only like 104 right now on Sunday, but it's supposed to be like 110 tomorrow, maybe up to 115. So that's going to be wonderful. So we're going to play some Freeze. Maybe it'll be cooler. This song is called Teenage Satan. They say that you must be their little angel laurels But they may as well chain you to the radiator inside your bedroom They're always on your back You're always under attack from them But it won't be
That was the Toy Dolls with Saw the Neighbors, except uh, it's spelled Neighbors because it's English, I guess. We don't spell it with the extra U here in the United States. But uh, that was the Toy Dolls' Shattered Faith before that with Dark Side. They came out with a new album. We'll be playing that soon. But anyways, we're going to end off the show with Cause of Death. This song's called Pigs. I'll talk to all next week. Thanks for listening, and check out the website punkrockdemo.com for all the interviews that are coming up. Some of them include Exploited and Flogging Molly. With the fascist reasons and their law Shackle beam, they got me on my side Land of the free, you run What I love I come back and get together
touch and that I